Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson. We're in episode two of our series on hormones. We're going to switch from hunger over to actual fat loss. And, and before I do that, Adam, let me tell everybody that the, the impetus behind this was the fact that last night we had our Nutrition Coaching Global Mastermind monthly session, and Eric Helms and I did an entire hour and a half long episode on hormones. So I had all those notes, it was fresh in my head, and I thought, man, you know, we should, we should really bring this to our Contest Prep University listeners. I mean, this is, this is good information. So um, I'll talk to you guys more about that in a little bit. But the first thing you have to think of in fat loss is thyroid. Yeah, at least it's, it's, it's not the only thing. We're going to get into a couple episodes later into what may be even more important. But we always tend to think that our, our metabolism is driven primarily by thyroid, and, I, and, and, and it can just keep sinking lower and lower. But I want to give you some notes from one particular study without getting too deep. Um, postmenopausal women, almost three dozen of them, BMI over 30, they wanted to get their BMI under 25. One of the things they tested was thyroid function. And what I like about this study, Adam, is they wanted that they had to go from that point to this point, no matter how long it took. So the average female took more than four months and lost almost 44 pounds. And they were measuring these, these you know, blood panel markers. And in the midst of that, they did four 10-day inpatient stays. So the beginning, the end, and at two points in the position in the middle so that they could check, uh, you know, making sure that everybody was on the right calorie deficit. They want everything to be as equal as possible. So really important. And they found out that within the first 10 days of going into a calorie deficit that was very moderate, like 500 calories, their thyroid hormone decreased by 6%. 33 out of 34 women had almost the exact same. It wasn't an average. It wasn't like one was way here, one was here. It was like, bam, almost like biologically programmed. Never went any lower. And at the end of this almost five-month, 45-pound weight loss, it only took 10 days of reversing back up to maintenance for them to come back up the full 6%. So it's like, like it's, it's not thyroid, you know, it's, it, it is, there is a little bit of adaptation there, but nothing gets quote broken, nothing gets damaged. Uh, it's just, we have to deal with that, which means we're probably going to have to stair step, uh, you know, a couple of times calorically, but I just, I wonder what your thoughts are on that study. Cause that was a, a really good way of, of viewing that. I love that it's in person. That's awesome. Or slightly in person. Yeah, you know, we we do on blood work all the time, see a little bit of a decrease in thyroid hormone. And then you may even see um, a, a problem with conversion from T4 to T3. Um, I'm not sure how far that study went in. But yeah, you know, your thyroid stimulating hormone is going to be the messenger that tells your body, hey, maybe we need to slow things down because if we keep going at this rate, we might starve to death. So it's really a beautiful thing. And uh, I tell clients, if we could be broken from dieting, we wouldn't have made it through the ice age, TPs <laughs> and campfires, you know, all these times where food availability was way less than what a contest prep diet is. So, you know, um, it really, unfortunately, I don't want to call out people, but when people say that their contest diet broke them, like no matter how extreme it was, we're just programmed evolutionarily for that not to happen. However, there are, you know, endocrine issues. Um, that person probably had an endocrine issue prior 
to their contest diet, but a lot of people need to blame something and say, you know, this person broke me, which isn't the case. Well, one of the things that we'll get into even when we start talking about the androgen hormones is the fact that those numbers and values aren't everything. So I'm among the 5% of the population with, with clinical hypothyroidism. So I take 50 micrograms of levothyroxine every day. And, and I thought, man, this is going to be great. As soon as I finally got that diagnosis, it's like, I'm going to be shredded. I'm just going to take this medication. And I've, I haven't lost a pound. Like it's, it, you know, <laughs> it's just, it, it doesn't, hormones don't work that way. And like I said, when we talk about testosterone, we'll visit this more, but you have to expect that, yes, you're going to have this drop protectively in your metabolism, but it doesn't just spiral down, 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 down. It's, you know, a lot of people fail because they get frustrated and they, they may be less accurate. They may binge, they may get into trouble cycling back and forth, but that's why the whole metabolic positioning continuum we talked about, you know, is, is important. Um, but I, I just think everybody can be assured that you're, you, you can get these things checked if you like, but 99 out of 100 clients I have that decide, oh my gosh, I'm feeling so bad or I'm not losing weight fast enough. It's probably my thyroid. They get checked. It's perfectly fine. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there's things you can do to make it function better if it isn't, you know, clinically low. Um, and then, you know, obviously reverse dieting. One thing I wanted to add to that study, though, is that's a great testament to why we do diet breaks, you know, seven to 10 days of an increase boosts that thyroid hormone back up. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and I'll close with this. There was even another study I looked at in preparation in that they, they, they took uh, a lot of people, I think it was a pretty large study on a 50 week. So almost a full year diet and it was isocaloric. So everybody got the same calorie deficit. And they had some people diet continuously. So a 20% calorie deficit every single day for a year. And they also then had the other people, you know, have five days of normal eating, pure maintenance, but then two days with a 75% drop in calories, which is pretty stiff, right? So you just had to pay the price for two days and then you got five days of normal eating. And they wanted to see if, if kind of variable dieting or continuous dieting would matter zero, absolutely zero. So even as Helms and other people have looked at diet breaks, it's not that things like that make it better. It just may make it more tolerable. It's, you know, you, we're, again, we're safe, we're protected unless we're doing something really crazy. You, you have to drop your calories down to almost starvation levels for a very, very, very long time. Uh, and even then studies show most people would be perfectly fine. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, a little long on that one, but uh, stay with us. We're going to go into episode three. We're going to start talking about the androgen hormones like testosterone. So you don't want to miss that one in Contest Prep University. <laughs> 